I'm Mindy Hancock, Mindset and Life Coach, and you're listening to the Mindy Mission Podcast. This podcast is a high-vibe, expansive space for women on a mission who are ready to stop playing small. You have one life to live. It is up to you to decide how you choose to spend it. It's time to stop waiting, stand up, and start living your Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today on the podcast, I got to interview my biz bestie again on the podcast. So the first time I interviewed her, um, we that was the beginning of our friendship. We hadn't even really ever hopped on a Zoom call together, and that was the beginning of this beautiful biz bestie relationship, and now real life relationship, because we got to meet each other in May. But we talked about the power of a business bestie, and what that does for your business and how transformative it has it has been for both of us. So I'm gonna inter, I'm going to introduce her to you right here. I'm gonna let you know who Kiki Yura is. She is a golden-haired globetrotter, radical self-love advocate, and spiritual and personal growth junkie. She is an ex nine to fiver turned digital nomad who now lives a life free of societal constraints as a spiritual business coach. She helps entrepreneurs scale their business, manifest unlimited freedom, money, and success. Yep, that's my business bestie, and I'm so freaking excited to have her on the podcast again. So guys, I know you love her. If you are not a part of her Namaste Babes group, you need to go get in there. All of the stuff that you need to follow her or get in her energy is in the show notes. So go make sure that you get in her energy because she's amazing. And without further ado, we're going to jump on in, but I also want to remind you to screenshot this episode, tag myself and Kiki on Instagram, and let us know what you're loving about it, and I hope that you find your own business bestie. So let's jump on in, and I will see you inside. Hello, Kiki. Hi, Mindy. (laughs) How are you? So good, as always. Of course. Um, we finally, we just hit record. We've been talking for a while, um, for like 15 mm-hmm. minutes, just kind of catching up. We haven't really got to catch up. But um, those of you who are listening, you might have been listening for a while. And if you have, you've listened to Kiki's episode that I had her on um, a while back. I don't remember what number it was. Well, we this talked a lot like about right in the very beginning. Yeah, it was in the beginning when it was still the bold ambition. And um, I know that we talked a lot about self-development and mindset and stuff like that. But today we're going to talk about something different. But for those of you who did not have not been following my journey since the bold ambition and maybe didn't listen to some of those earlier episodes. First of all, you should go back because there are some really good episodes, but maybe you didn't catch Kiki's first episode. Um, Kiki, will you just give them a background of who you are? I know they just heard the bio of who you are, but just kind of let them know who is Kiki. Of course. So hi, I'm Kiki Yura. I am a spiritual life and business coach as of the date of recording this. Mindy and I were just talking about how I think I'm about to (laughs) blow up who I serve and and start from the ground up. But um, overall, I just have a huge passion for personal development and helping women to really find their purpose in life and like follow their passions and um, 
love everything to do with mindset. I am a personal development junkie and a dog mom to my adorable Borador Shadow, who I get to go and see this week. I'm so excited. Um, But yeah, I really help women to live a life of freedom and fulfillment. And I do that through manifestation work, mindset work, and really helping them with their money as well. Yeah. I love it. And we did just like talked about all of how you were going to possibly change some things. And then we saw angel numbers and we knew it was the right path to go down. So you heard it here first. Um, but what we're really going to talk about today is the power of having a business bestie. I'm doing a little titty shake here. (laughs) Right. Um, because we have been like we started out working out with working out working with the same coach um and so that's how we kind of connected but we didn't connect right away um and then we i think we got on a zoom call for i think it was for the podcast and we were like what we are just like we just were in sync we just totally were like business besties right here right now but um i I don't know what for me, I don't know what I would have done throughout this journey without having Kiki as my business bestie. So I want you to, can you talk to the listeners about like your viewpoint of the power of having a business bestie? Because we have seen this and we're like, we're magic together. (laughs) Like we won't like create things. We're like, yes, this just happened. Or it's also sometimes you just have to have that other person to just help you get out of your own way. Yeah, totally. And for me, the thing that it's, it's really funny because I was just having this conversation with some of my friends this weekend and, um, I am notoriously bad for calling my friends, like my, my, you know, the people that I grew up with, my childhood friends. I actually just came to this realization that I speak to you more than like most of my, my friend friends, but it's because like, I am so into my business right now and like growing and expanding. And not only are you a friend, but you're also someone who I can bounce my ideas off of. Mm -hmm. And it's funny. I had to tell my girlfriend this weekend, I was like, you're, you're not special. Like I, it's not that I just don't call you. I don't call any of my friends. (laughs) which is so bad. But because like when I, when I am feeling stuck with that business idea, you are the person that I go to and you are just like the first person that comes to mind. But it's not because I don't want my friend's opinions. It's that a lot of them aren't entrepreneurs. So they don't understand that aspect of what I can come to you for. And the, the power of (laughs) going back to like the beginning of what I was saying, I didn't actually want, like when you and I first met, I was like, okay, I'm going to say yes, because like, I know this could be powerful and I, I should probably say yes to this. But I was so scared because I'm like, I'm never going to message her. She's going to be the one messaging me and then she's going to get upset with me. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Like that was the very first thing that went through my head is like, okay, she's going to use me more than I use her because I just never reach out to anyone and whatever. But it has actually transformed into this beautiful of like, you know, I can send you a post I'm creating or I bounce. I'm pretty sure I've talked to you like five times about creating a mastermind that I still haven't created yet. And it's okay. It will happen. It will. It will. But to me, that is the power of it because not only 
do you know about like all of the things that are going on in my life of like my personal, mm-hmm. you know, whatever's going on, but you also know about my business and you are probably the person that knows the most about my business. Right. And that's such a like sacred container for the two of us to share. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. And I mean, sometimes don't get me wrong. I am horrible about <laughs> responding. <laughs> It'll be like three days later, I'm like, Oh yeah, I still haven't read that message. I'm just <laughs> like, never mind. I don't need it now. I'm like, this literally just happened this week. guys. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes, uh, it's not great, but, uh, it is definitely something that for me, like you said, bouncing ideas off of each other, um, is huge for, for both of us. But also I find that a lot of times, especially with this whole like process of like doing this event and planning this event and doing all this stuff that I will 100% be like panic mode. (gasps) Can I call you right now? FaceTime you right now. I need to talk to you. I mean, it's just happened last week. So even if I'm on the toilet (laughs) or Hey, you will also she FaceTimed me the other day. We let, we reached another level because I was peeing in the toilet and I answered it. So I was like, so here we are. Another oh, level of friendship. It was, that was, that was a moment in our friendship that I will cherish forever. Yeah. Cause that's like, that's what true friends do. Right. They talk when they're on the toilet. Yeah. And we did. And then we did. <laughs> we, so we reached did. that next level. We did. But it's also that having that person there that I, when I reached that panic of like, I'm so upset. Nothing's like when you're in that state of like, nothing's going my way. I've like my Mm. back's against the wall. And then I know that it's not true. I know that I'm fine. I know everything's going to be okay, but be being able to just like vent and be not judged about it. But then also you just listen. And then you also a lot of times come back and say, okay, well, like you're okay. Or you might ask me a hard question or things like that. So I have this safe space to come undone in, but knowing fully that like, I, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to go into like my relationship with Brandon or like, I can just come undone and be over with it. And you hear me, see me, like you support me. And then I move on. Um, that's, that's powerful for me. The thing too is that like as much as we want our partner's support, Mm -hmm. sometimes they just don't get it. Like I know Brandon is an entrepreneur so that it's kind of, you know, useful to talk to him, but it's also having, I think that like feminine connection of just someone who really sees you as you are like Mm -hmm. guys don't really understand when we go down this rabbit hole of like spiraling. they're like, okay, this is the problem. This is the solution. Like that's, it's very black and white for them. Whereas us, we, we are feelers. We take on that emotion. We, you know, once, once the spiral starts, it's just hard to control I think, but definitely hard to, (laughs) but that's what I love about just having, you know, you can like SOS me or 911 me. And I, aside from me being on the toilet (laughs) Try to get back to you right away. Oh my God. That was so funny. I was like trying to get ready for a date and like doing all of the things and literally putting my coat on, walking out the door, talking to Mindy, trying to like talk her off the ledge. 
<laughs> and then she says, yes. I'm like, okay, love you. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Go have fun. I'm good now. Oh, it was so funny though. Like that, I, I love that we just had all of that happen last week and are now recording this podcast episode yeah. because it wouldn't have been as authentic if we had done it no. oh, a month ago. Right. When we no. originally intended. <laughs> right. Right. I totally, yeah, I think it all happened for a reason because not only did, because we recently, you know, we had this relationship that we had built online pretty much. Um, and even Brandon even says he, he's always like, I don't understand how you can have a relationship with someone online that you don't know in person. Well, we broke that because now we have met in person. So we can't, we can say that we do know each other in real life. Um, but yeah, so we've got, we've, we got the chance to meet, we got the chance to hang out, we got the chance to spend time together. Um, she didn't kill me, I didn't kill her, like, <laughs> she wasn't some crazy psycho. <laughs> there are authentic people that yeah. are out there. Yeah. We did everything that our parents told us not to do. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, my mom, she's like, okay, so this girl's coming? No, I don't. Like, she's just so funny. Like, I remember one time when I met um, Olivia Celine the first time. I just, like, met her on Facebook, went to meet her for coffee. My mom was like, you're just going to meet somebody you don't know. Yes. If you don't hear from me by this time, maybe come looking for me. This right. is going to be, but um, I think I'll be okay. My mom's so funny, though, because when it comes to like now that I'm, I'm, I'm recent, not recently single, I'm single and, uh, trying to get back into the dating scene. And literally my mom is like, what is his name? What is his phone number? Like, cause obviously that's a mother's instinct is to do all of those things. I was like, maybe just like, if you don't hear from me in a, in like later tonight slash in a day, like then be worried, but yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going to a public place. We're just doing dinner. Like, don't worry. Yeah. But then when I told her that I was going to another country to come and meet you, she was like, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's okay. That Texas girl might be psycho, but it's fun. That, that Texas girl. Don't worry. Just, yeah. just check in. Yeah. Like, so didn't funny. want your your full name or address or anything like that. I was like, okay, thanks, mom. Yes. See ya. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. But really, honestly, I think that when we decided to record this podcast and talk about the power of business besties, I think we I wanted I wanted to be able to tell the listeners like that there is there is a level of like when you're when you have your own business, whether it's a side hustle or not, like mm -hmm. sometimes it can get lonely and you totally. can get in your head and you can talk yourself out of things and you can, um, start to, sometimes it's like you get out when you get out of alignment and you start doing things that you're forcing and you're trying to make things happen where what I, what we have both seen is that when we have each other, we also, it kind of keeps us in check, keeps us from going down those crazy rabbit holes of like, oh no, I have to do this to force this. I mean, mm -hmm. we've, we've had this conversation like not that long ago when you had asked me a question and I just said like, who owns the business? Like so <laughs> just having that conversation, just like who owns this business? And you're like me. I'm like, okay, then who makes the rules? Me. Right. Okay. But so, that was the thing too, is like when you have sent me stuff before, like I feel, you know, maybe in the beginning when we first started working together, it's like, okay, can I, like, 
is it safe for me to tell you my honest opinion? Whereas now I'm just like, okay, girl, like I'm giving it to you straight. Like, I don't like this. Maybe you should reword this. Like, but that, that's that power because it is a genuine friendship and we have built that trust and that, that I, credibility is the word that's coming to mind, but you know, that relationship of being able to give it to each other straight. Right. And that's what you need. 100%. Right. You don't want your, your mom or your boyfriend or your being like, Oh yeah, sweetie, it's great. And whatever your best friend, not wanting to, well, I mean, a best friend would hopefully give it to you. I feel like all of those people should give it to you straight, but sometimes they sugarcoat it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Because they don't want to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we love each other and have established that in that when you have that conversation of, okay, yes, I, you know, we know how to sandwich it of like, this looks great. Change this overall. Great job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and then we've both done that for each other, but at the same time, just having that, like, sometimes it's just you, you call me out on my shit or <laughs> vice versa, vice versa. <laughs> like quit saying those things or quit you know, quit being in that state, like you're fine or whatever, just because sometimes we, we can't see what other people, like, I can't see what you see or you can't, you know, vice versa. Like sometimes just having someone reflect also what I'm saying. Yes. Sometimes I say things and you're like, okay, so what you're saying is, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, that's not what I said. (laughs) And then like we, that's how I work through it. Like you're reflecting what I'm saying or what I, um, what I'm like putting out there to you. My favorite was when you messaged me and you were like, okay, like I have to do this because I have to hit this. And like, I'm, I'm nowhere near my goal and blah, blah, blah. And I, I stopped you like dead in your tracks. And I was like, okay, are you doing this just to make money or are you doing this out of service and heart and soul, which is where all business needs to come from. Right. And it was like that strong reminder that, that kick in the pants that you needed. And I would expect you to do the same for me. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But the thing that I love about us is that not only is it, okay, everything that we've just talked about, but we also kind of like, it's, it's like a healthy, I don't want to say competition because that's not the right word, but it's like trying to grow together because we both started our businesses at the same kind of point. Mm -hmm. And it's always like being able to check in with each other and being like, yeah, what, like, what are your numbers this month? And having that open conversation around money that you also can't have with a lot of other people. Like I was literally just at breakfast this morning with one of my girlfriends and she goes, yeah, because my goal is in the next six months to be able to not spend a winter in Canada. And to be able to go and travel. But in order to do that and be able to financially feel secure because I have been investing in myself for so long that I have a good amount of loans to repay that I can't just up and leave without a certain amount of income to feel steady. And she's like, yeah, so like how much would that, you know, how many clients do you need and what does that equate to? And I I was like, you know, I'd feel comfortable with having like solid five figure months. 
Mm-hmm. And her jaw just kind of dropped a little bit and like her eyes bugged out of her head a bit because to the people that I know that they have not tapped into that type of abundance yet. Mm-hmm. Whereas you and I have been doing so much personal growth. We have done the investments in ourselves. We have hired the coaches. We've, you know, tapped into that next level of realizing that there is no cap you know, what the, the career paths that we have chosen are exponential growth because we are the ones that are in control of our finances. We will make as much money as we allow ourselves to make. Mm-hmm. And so that, those kind of numbers, like when I talk about having 10 K months or 15 K months, like that seems yeah. impossible to the people that I know. Mm-hmm. Whereas for us, that's like a healthy goal to have. Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen it, we've seen it over and over and over from other people that it's possible. And like, and then to see our own growth, um, we have seen that what we once thought like was like that. Oh my God. Yes. You know, like, oh gosh, one day when I get there, then to see it come to fruition, it's like, oh wow. Okay. So that is, so we can see that the possibilities are there and it's happening and, and you're right, being able to have like an open money conversation with each other and saying, but even still saying, but coming from a space of like where it's healthy to have goals and like knowing what we want to like, we're serving first. Yes. But then when it comes to a money goal and saying, okay, this is what my goal is for the month. And then even coming to each other and saying, okay, so looking at my numbers, this is where I am and I need to, I would like to see if I can come up with a way to generate X amount of dollars before the end of the month. And we've had this conversation before, like, what are, this is my idea. How do you feel? What do you think about that? Just because yeah. in the end, yes, we're here to serve first. We're here to make an impact first and serve our, serve our clients. But in exchange, there is that, you know, there, there is the value and the the offering that you have to put out. But it was funny because when you, I think you sent that to me in, I can't remember, but I think you sent it to me in a voice note and, or it was, it was, if it wasn't in a voice note, it was in this long message. Either way, I could feel the energy of like, like I don't need desperation. Like, ah, yes. But yeah, there, w- there was an energetic block to what you were trying to create uh-huh. versus how you just said it of, I, I want to create something. I want to offer some sort of value to mm-hmm. my following, which I mean, you and I have done the work that we know that money is just energy. So it's coming from a space of service and the the money is just the people that you attract with the money. It has absolutely nothing to do with the money itself. You're actually attracting those people to you who then exchange your, your service, your energy with this thing called money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, and I think that ugh, there's so many people that money, it's like money. is just that conversation that's weird and icky with nobody wants to talk about money or how much they make or how they're going to generate revenue or whatever. It's just weird to people. So to have someone that you can talk about those goals and sometimes are those scary freaking goals of like, I want to make this, or I want to do this, or this is my goal by this time. And they can be really scary. But the cool thing is, is that you have someone who understands it, gets it and has the same goals. 
and supports you, is not like jealous of you because jealousy is such an off energy to be in. Like when you hit your first 5K, I remember you mess it. Like I was so excited for you and being in that energy allowed me to scale to my first 5K, right? So it's just, it's that reciprocity too of saying, like, yes, you're doing your goals. You're hitting your goals. Now I'm going to stay in that energy and feed off of your, your vibration and align to that. Mm-hmm. And really it, I, that's where that, that healthy kind of, um, again, what is like a better word for competition? Yeah. I know what you're saying. Cause it's not really competition, but it's like that. We just encouragement. Feeding, yes. Encouragement, motivation. We feed off of yeah. each other's successes really Success. yeah so yeah. like it's the same thing um and it's it's I a really cool that. yeah it's a really cool space to be in where there, there's no jealousy there's no like but why does she get this why did she hit this like why why not me there's none right. of that it's right. pure celebration like you should hear some of the voice notes that have come through when we're celebrating each other it's <laughs> or the number of emojis squealing yeah. yes so i mean it that is what is it's all about to me is like that being able to just celebrate each other for each other's successes, whether or not the other person is hitting those same goals or hitting the same thing that they want to hit. It's okay that if my goal this month, I don't hit, but you hit it, I'm going to celebrate the crap out of you. You know, exactly. like I'm so excited. And you said the same thing. Like when I hit my first 5k month and you were so excited and you celebrated me and it wasn't this, well, Oh, that's great. Well, I didn't hit. No, that. of course not. Because it's like you're doing the damn thing. Yeah. And like that got me because it's, it's literally like because of our connection and how close we are, it's like, okay, she's, she's right there, just like right ahead of me. So now I'm going to pull up, like being in that proximity mm-hmm. of someone that you spend so much time with, despite the fact that it's not in person, it's, you know, through your cell phone or on zoom or whatever it is, is like, that's what allows you to, to scale and level up because it's like, fuck, it's possible for her. So it's possible for me. Right. It's just natural that I'm going to get there too. It doesn't matter if it's tomorrow or a month from now, or what was it? I think it was like two months for me, mm-hmm. but it, you hit it, it in, you hit it in May, right? In May. Yeah. Yeah. It was two months. Yeah. And that, I love that. But I was also going to say something that I find the reason why I think that we work well as a partnership is because we're, we're under the same umbrella of coaching. Like we're both coaches. So we both understand each other's uh, industry very well, mm-hmm. but we're not so close that we're competing for the same people. Yeah. No. So it's not like, um, you know, her and I serve the same person and like, I I think that that sometimes where that jealousy or animosity can start to play out, especially if you've got like two really strong females who are super driven by their goals and all of that. But I also think that business partnerships don't work as well when you're in like two completely different fields. Like if I was a coach and I had a friend who owned like an Etsy shop, I mean, yes, I can help her with certain aspects, but you know, if I were to go to her and be like, I want to create this mastermind, 
he would be like, um, what is a mastermind? You know, like right. there are certain aspects that she might not understand. <laughs> yeah, that's totally true. And I think that, um, yeah, we, we have similar background. Like we do the same thing. Yes. We're both coaches, but like you said, we're our ideal client and our audience is different enough that it's not this. Well, first of all, I want to say too, that even if our audiences were just a little bit closer to what they are, I mean, like yours, I feel like you serve more in the spirituality um, yes. world. I don't go down that down. I, that's just not something that I teach. So, um, so there is a difference in the people that you call in compared to who I call in. But at the same time, for those of you who are listening that maybe say, well, my business bestie is like, we do the same thing or we do the exact same thing, whether it be, maybe you're both in network marketing and in this That's same what I was going to say. The thing is guys, I just want to tell you that there is an abundance of people. So when you get in that space of, well, she's going to take my people or there's not enough people for both of us, then you're not going to find like, that's what's going to happen because that's where you're focusing your energy. But if you just understand and know that there are an abundance of people in this world and the people that connect with Kiki may not connect with me and vice versa. And that's okay. Like there yes. are people that are going to really connect with one person and not connect with the other. And that is, a that's the, honestly, to me, that's the coolest part because you can't connect with everyone. Exactly. And I'm so happy that you said that because the, I, I recant a little bit about what I said about like the jealousy and whatnot, because you, you bring up such a good point about that. There is an abundance of potential clients for you and it's all about your energy. So yes, I do speak spirituality, but even if you did speak spirituality, right, we could talk about the exact same thing and have two completely different people attracted to us because you and I have both lived very different lives. Mm -hmm. So your story around overcoming something would be completely different about my story about overcoming something. And so it's about what resonates more for the audience. So I'm actually, I'm really glad that you, you brought up that. Yeah. And I mean, even still, we both teach on mindset, but mm -hmm. here's the thing. We both teach on mindset. We teach it totally different, probably. I mean, I know that we teach it in a different way. We, even if we say the same thing, like you just said, yep. we teach it in a different way. We both did our own individual masterclasses. We both did a great job. And the people that want to learn mindset from Kiki went to Kiki. The people that wanted to learn mindset from Mindy went to Mindy. And that's the beautiful part about it is that we didn't have to ever think, oh, well, just because you just did the mindset masterclass that I can't do mine because I'm not going to fill up mine because you, you know, you did yours. Well, that's not true. Like there's so many people who need it from you and need it from your perspective and, and the way that you deliver it versus the way that I deliver it. Totally. And it was so funny because I remember when Mindy told me that she was going to be running her masterclass and she named it the name that I wanted to, to launch mine with, despite the fact I had never told her, it's not like she stole it from me, but it was really one of those funny things where I, if you haven't read the book, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, please go and read it because this is so like, it's so pertinent to this, but she, she talks about in the book about how we get these ideas. We get these universal source divine downloads and it will keep 
like poking at you and reminding you that it's, it's an idea that's meant for you until you ignore the signs so often that it's going to go and get implanted in someone else. And so you took the name of my masterclass, which was totally fine. I like still ran my masterclass, did all of the things, but in the book, she talks about how she had an idea for a book. Like she had an exact plot line all mapped out. She just didn't pursue it. And then like years later, she goes traveling and meets a woman who wrote her book, like different character names and all of that stuff. But she met a woman who wrote her book and it was like widely regarded and all of this stuff. Anyways, I thought it was really funny. But um, the thing with the masterclass is like even, so when I was in Texas visiting you, um, that's when I was working on my masterclass because I was going to do it when I got home. And even the stuff that you brought to the table, because you showed me what, what your masterclass was about. And a lot of it was like nowhere near the route that I would have, like, obviously there were similar topics, mm-hmm. but you took it in a completely different way and presented the information so differently than I would have. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just, it's all about leaning into what you know, because if you try to go and copy, like if I had been like, Oh, she talked about this. I need to talk about this. It would have completely detracted from the flow of what I had going anyways. Mm -hmm. And so I like, I kind of kept it in the back of my mind of like, okay, she's, she talked about this, but like, yeah, I kind of mentioned this here. So I don't need to go off and do a whole subsection like she did. Mm -hmm. It's just, you can still have the same topics and talk about two completely different things and it still make it your own. 100%. What I love. Mm-hmm. And I think so often in this, um, and I, in the industry, I feel like that we're in, there is a lot of like, just, we all, we do say this, we're teaching the same things in our own way and that's great. But whenever it gets a little bit muddy where people are just recur- regurgitating other people's content, that's mm-hmm. where, um, that's where it gets a little murky. And yeah. so, yes, you're right. We can teach the same things, but you teach it in your way and I teach it in my way. And like you said, the things that I brought up to teach in my ma- mindset class, you didn't go down that route because we teach in two different ways. We have a different, we have different teaching styles. We have in the same way that we probably have different learning styles. So mm-hmm. we teach differently because we learn differently. Mm-hmm. So it's just the, it's the power of like, it's okay. Like we, we taught the same things. We kind of bounce ideas off of each other. I gave you my whole outline so you could see like what I did because at the same time, like we don't have, that's showing that we both don't, we don't have this like lack mindset when it comes right. to, to what we're doing and what people are needing. Because like, if I could have been like, no, you can't have my outline. That's my outline. No, like you're, it's fine. Like the people that are going to come to you are going to come to you. And I am fully aware of that and accept that and know that even if I were to give you my outline and you granted this wouldn't have worked out, but if you would have taught it the exact same way that I would have taught it, it's fine because you, people are going to be attracted to you. People are going to be attracted to me. It has nothing to do with right. what I actually said in the actual masterclass itself. So it's just, it's crazy. And like, just because, and this is the thing that I think a lot of people maybe get caught up on is that if, if you don't build your, your business partnership relationship on a place of 
a solid foundation of like trust and friendship and, you know, respect for one another. Mm-hmm. Something that a lot of people get tripped up on is like, oh, well, she did that so much better than I did. Or, you know, this, I, mine was better than hers or vice versa. It's like, no, it's like she has her own way of presenting the information and so did I. And because we presented it in two completely different ways, like you showed me that outline and I don't think I used, you know, I, I touched on certain topics, but I didn't flesh them out the way that you did. Mm-hmm. And it didn't make mine any better or any worse than yours, yeah. right? It was just knowing that, okay, this is the way Mindy did it and this is the way I do it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's it. And you don't read more into it. Nope. No. And I actually think that the, because we present information differently, that you know someone could take my masterclass and get things out of it and then they would go to yours and get something totally different. I absolutely agree. And that's the beauty of like just the coaching world and that I don't, and I do think that like I've worked with more than one coach, you've worked with more than one coach and Mm -hmm. you, we see and we get things from all different people and we receive them in different ways, even if it is on the same topic or it's in the same, you know, realm of whatever it is. Um, we learn from, we learn things from different people. So, and I, and you pick up on, you pick up on teaching styles that like something that I find really interesting that you and some other coaches that I have seen over time do is that they pose a lot of questions because it gets people thinking. Whereas I'm someone who delivers a lot of information. Like mine is usually really information heavy. And so yeah, sometimes I think, oh, maybe, you know, maybe the next time I create a program or a masterclass or whatever, I'll switch it up and do something new. But I'm only teaching the way that I have learned and the way that feels in most alignment for who I am and how I show up to serve. Mm -hmm. And people who are attracted to me come and they get what they came for. Right. They will take from it what it is that they need to take from it. Yeah. That's just the universal like soul contract that you enter into when, uh, and this might be a little woo for some people, but that's, that's the, the energetic contract that you're signed into when you make that exchange for a service and money. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like the universe brings you together for a reason. You come, you get what you came for, or you take from it what you needed to, and then the universe will never serve you more than you're ready for. Yeah. You're always going to get what you're meant to. Mm -hmm. That's the way I see it. 100%. (laughs) So I do have a question for you for, because I feel like for me, when it comes to like, I want to leave the listeners with like, maybe they're in a space where they're in network marketing or maybe they have their own, like they run their own business on the side or they're just stepping into entrepreneurship and they want someone to bounce ideas off of or whatever. I want to say, this is my advice first. And then I want you to kind of give your advice. I want you to really, um, come from a space of like where you're not looking for someone. You're not looking. Did I just take yours? You took it right out of my mouth. That is the power. <laughs> like I can see as soon as it came out of my mouth, your face, I was like, I just took it. I was say. Oh my um, God. Well, we say, <laughs> <laughs> that don't be certain. 
searching and looking for someone because you're not going to find the right person. Because trust me, I've had, um, I, I did have what I thought was going to be like a business partner bestie relationship before I met Kiki. And it was one that I felt almost like forced into as a weird vibe or whatever. And it definitely wasn't what it needed to be. Um, so I wasn't looking for a biz bestie because I felt like I had, I, what I had went through, I felt like, okay, this is obviously not for me. Like it, I can just do this on my own. So one for sure, don't go looking for someone cause you're not going to find someone and it mm -hmm. has to be built upon like trust and, um, like a level of respect for each other first, because yes. before you can really start sharing and helping each other grow, that has to start first. It's, it's literally like, if you don't think that you would be actual real life friends with this person, do not even bother because it's not just business. When you enter into a relationship like this, it's business, it's life. It's like, I am having the worst day and this is what happened. And like, this is how it's affecting my business. Um, but so to add on to what Mindy <laughs> is, I think of it like dating, right? So I was, if you know my story at all, you know that I was like a very, um, like I, I was trying really hard after being in a seven year emotionally abusive relationship, I just wanted to get into a relationship so quickly after I left that last one because I didn't want to go back to him for like the umpteenth time. So that drive of like desperation and just I'll take anyone and, you know, not, that, not to say that you'll take anyone when it comes to a business partner, but just that energy that, tra that transpires from that is really felt. So when you are actively seeking someone, when you are trying so hard to just find someone that you can um, have that connection with, like that, you can't force that connection. It has to be natural. Mm -hmm. And if it's not natural, it's not going to be long lasting. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, it's really like when Mindy and I first connected, um, I feel like you were asking, you wanted to do something you wanted. No, it wasn't a podcast interview. You wanted me to, um, go into your group and do a training yep. in your group. That's what it was. That's what it was. So when Mindy and I reached out, I like, I had a lot going on and it wasn't really something that I was like actively looking for. I just really enjoyed, like we got on our first FaceTime and I was like, oh my God, this girl's adorable. Like I absolutely love her. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you said the same thing to me. Yeah. And then it just from hanging out with each other virtually more and more often was when it was like, okay, well, how can we do this? And like, I think one of us said, you know, I would really love to have someone this was a couple weeks after we had first like connected really. And it was like, I really like your energy. I would love to have someone to like bounce ideas off of. Would you be interested in something like that? And yeah, it was, I think you were the one who said that because I remember thinking, okay, well, yeah, I'll do it. Cause I like hanging out with her, but I don't know if I'm going to be a good business partner, but we'll see. And then here we are like, God, it's going to be a year in yeah. a few months. Uh, crazy. Yeah. 
and we still we talk like multiple times a week and I just love sometimes you multiple times a day <laughs> sometimes yeah. the toilet it's whatever <laughs> that's not listen if you cannot find someone who you're going to FaceTime them on the toilet it is not a true <laughs> business bestie right. Not at all. If you can't talk about business while you're on the toilet. <laughs> but really, I think we were talking about something totally different. Who knows? But, um, but that's the thing. Like sometimes we talk and it's strictly about life and it's strictly yeah. about what we're going through. It has nothing to do with our business at all. It's strictly just from a friendship, stand- friendship standpoint and not yeah. anything to do with business. It just, it just depends on what we you know, needed the time. So but that's what I love about you. I love us. <laughs> I love us too. All the hearts. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to actually ask you the three questions that I always ask to see if you changed your, Okay. Your, I don't even know. I don't remember what you answered last time, but, um, first question, what is your favorite word? This is probably going to have changed. I like abundance and euphoria. I think I might've said abundance on the first one, but yeah, euphoria. Question number two, what is your favorite sound? Ocean. That hasn't changed. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Bedroom, car, or desk. What do you clean first? First bedroom. Love it. I, I don't know, actually. I, I, okay. So actually now it has changed because I think I said desk the first time, but I no longer have a, have a desk as you can, well, you can see, but for the listeners, um, I am literally set up with a laundry basket upside down on my bed and my computer placed on top. (laughs) Hey, whatever works. Yeah. So I no longer have a desk. So that would be why the bedroom is next. Car is always last. Mm Mm-hmm. Mine too. Mine doesn't get too, too messy, but I don't know. Yeah. I took some clothes out of it yesterday. So that was a step. That was a step. <laughs> Mine is like the stuff get, that gets like piled into the, the, the um, cup door. holders. Oh, the cup holder. Yeah. I'm not a side door person. I am totally a cup holder. Like receipts go in there. Door. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. All of Great. it. So can you tell yeah. everyone where they can find you? It'll also be in the show notes, but just tell them where they can find Kiki. Absolutely. So I am on Instagram and Facebook as at Namaste Babe. So if you do, if you want to connect and be friends on Facebook, all you have to do is go to facebook.com slash Namaste Babe. Instagram, same thing. And then on Facebook, I have an amazing community of high vibe women. And that is facebook.com slash groups slash Namaste Babes with an S. Yes. Go and find I just her. want to say that I love you so, so much. And this past year, like, I don't think that I would be able to be in my business where I am without you. And no. you're just amazing. And that's, you know, this is what happened is that like our relationship blossomed to this point where I actually chose to go and spend my birthday with Mindy, like not just go down, but I spent my birthday with my business bestie. Yes. And I love you too. I 100% agree. Like, I don't think that the, the growth and the expansion and the things that has happened over the last year would have happened, um, as quickly as it would have happened. 
but I think also it wouldn't have been as fun. Yes. Because I, don't, I wouldn't have had you to fun. celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. Okay, guys, if you are listening, thanks for listening. And I will see you in the next episode. And I'll see you later, Kiki. Bye. Bye. Thanks for.